trustees, class of 2013, congratulations. Congratulations on achieving this significant milestone. Tonight and the days ahead lead to next Saturday's graduation. Graduation is an important step as you move to college in just a very few short weeks. It's a special time in your lives. And it is a great time. It's a time to reflect on a long journey that led you successfully to this point. Your education at FPD has prepared you well. You have been educated and equipped to change the world for God's glory. Please remember and trust that the Lord has a plan for your future. Trust in him in all you do, and you will continue to enjoy his presence in your lives. Again, congratulations. We are very proud of you. The baccalaureate message this evening will be delivered by Reverend James Moore. James Moore, Jr. is a native of and was raised in Franklin, Tennessee, just outside of Nashville. After three years of college football and inner-city work in Chicago at Olivet University, James returned home to Tennessee to graduate from Trevecca University with a Bachelor of Science in Physical Education and a minor in Sociology. After teaching and coaching at his alma mater, James felt the call to full-time ministry in 1997. He moved to Birmingham, Alabama and became uh, Urban Area Director for Young Life. Young Life in Birmingham became the training ground that would prepare James to become the very first Executive Director of Campus Clubs here in Macon. Ordained and licensed for nearly 17 years, James took a step of faith and with the help of his wife, Donita, founded Beyond Words Ministries in 2007. Beyond Words is a leadership and character development program for elementary and middle school aged kids here in Middle Georgia. The emphases of that ministry include discipleship, leadership, and character development. James currently serves uh, as assistant pastor at Strong Tower Fellowship. He's also assistant chaplain at FPD and teaches 7th and 8th grade uh, Bible at the day school. James and Donita have five boys, Micah, Darren, class of 2013, Christian, Titus, and Jaden. James has made a difference in our community. James has made a difference at FPD. He and his family are loved and respected by all who know him. We're really blessed to have James come share the Lord's message for you, the class of 2013 tonight. James Moore. Well, good evening. I'm honored and blessed to be here uh, this afternoon to share this message that God has uh, ordained and placed in my heart to share with you, the class 2013. What an honor, what a blessing it is. Uh, in November of 2001, I, uh, I remember sitting in an interview uh, here in this building and uh, with uh, a few of the staff members here at First Presbyterian uh, Church and uh, uh, members as well uh, sat around a board, a board table and uh, offered me the position, and I never will forget this statement from uh, Tom Anderson. He says, well, I'll let you know up front, we've got about uh, two months' worth of salary uh, 
for you right now. But, you know, we'll just, as the Lord leads, we'll continue and we'll, we'll just trust God. And, uh, and so I got back in the car and uh, Donita and I and our, at that time, our four boys, we, we prayed. <laughs> and we prayed hard. And, uh, but it was definitely the Lord who led us uh, back to Macon and uh, placed us here in this city. And uh, 100 and nearly 144 months later, uh, God is still providing for us, and uh, we're, we're here. And, and God is, is doing a great work in us as well as here in the city of, of Macon and Middle Georgia. I want to uh, pray for us, and uh, then I want to dive into this message. Father, thank you for this beautiful day that you have blessed us with. Thank you for your word, your truth that sustains us, that keeps us, that molds us, that makes us who we are. And Lord, I, I present this word not in my own strength, but in your strength and in your power. Pray, Lord, that you will lead and guide every word that comes out of my mouth and into the hearts of all that are here tonight. Lord, help us, Lord, not only to be hearers of your word, but to be doers and to go out equipped and ready to change the world for your glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to talk to you tonight about a subject entitled Staying Focused. Staying Focused. And as uh, was read earlier, I'll go back to it again in Matthew chapter 6. Verse 31 through 33 is what we'll uh, focus in on. It says, Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. We go down to verse 34. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient is the day, is its own trouble. And highlighting again, verse 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Staying focused. Staying focused. What does the word focus mean? Webster's Dictionary defines the word focus to direct towards a particular point or purpose. So to focus means I'm going to direct all of my thoughts, all of my passions, all of my energy into one particular point and purpose. Listen to this. Uh, whether it's academics, whether it's athletics, whether it's music, whether it's drama, most importantly, whether it's our spiritual walk with the Lord, we cannot be successful without focus. Without focus. And obviously, today, I want to encourage you and I want to challenge you in establishing your walk with the Lord and staying focused on him. There's so many things in our society today, in our world today, that's competing for our attention. Uh, 
the iPhone, iPad, radio, TV, always just something grasping for our attention, that there's very little time for quiet time. There's, there's, there's those distractions that are there. Guys, the girls, they're, hi, how are you? Sometimes can be a distraction, you know? I've seen you guys, you're walking, you're walking, you bump into something. You're not focused, you know? Girls, some of the guys like to walk around with their shirt off. Look at me. Handsome, ain't I? Oh, he's so hot. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Focus. Stay focused. Staying focused. Here's, here's, here's one of the things that helped me to stay focused. It's just, just this mindset right here. And it just, just came to me just a few years ago when, when just losing focus back and forth. But here's one thing that keeps me focused. Knowing that the Lord is focused on me helps me to stay focused. That is the good, bad, and the ugly. God is, he's watching. All lay, everything lays naked and bare before the Lord. He's, he's all seeing. He, knowing that God is focused on me helps me to stay focused. Um, Luke chapter 12, verse 7 says, Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. He's focused. He knows the number of hair on our head. Some fewer than others, as you can see. Uh, he knows. He knows. Uh, Hebrews chapter 13, he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He's He's focused on us. He's focused on me. Knowing that the Lord is focused on me helps me to stay focused. And it helps me to stay focused on him. Staying focused. Staying focused. Let's look here and let's see in Matthew chapter 6 verse 31 at what Jesus is saying about staying focused. Now, it starts out, it says, therefore, do not be anxious, do not worry, therefore, therefore. Now, in my ministerial training, when I began in Chicago, uh, the pastor sat down and he talked to me and he says, James, always be a student of the word. Always look at the word, study the words. And one of the things that I've learned throughout the years is the word therefore. When you see the word therefore, you got to look and see what it's there for. And so he starts out, he says, therefore, do not be anxious. And so as we look back up in verses 25 through verse 30, he's talking about don't be anxious. And he throws out a couple of things about uh, the fact that uh, verse 27 um, well, now let me go up a little bit more. Verse 26. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more of value than they are? It says, don't be anxious. Don't be anxious. Don't worry. Don't worry. And 
this word. Uh, now, Jesus, he's talking here. There's two main points that Jesus is challenging his, his readers with and his listeners to. He's challenging with two, two points here. The first one is, it says, don't worry, trust, have faith, have faith, have confidence. That word worry, uh, as you look at it in this context, it simply means to eat away, to eat away. And worry, and that's what it does. It eats away at our joy. It eats away at our peace. It eats away at what we are supposed to be focused in on. It eats away. Uh, there, there's this man who was a true worrier. And, I mean, he, he had it bad. He was, he was, he was taking medicine to, to repair his stomach because he was worrying so much he began to have ulcers and... Uh, you know, he was taking sleeping pills just so he could rest, so he could get some sleep at night. He's, he's just a heavy worrier. And then one day he just, he just hit this brick wall. And it was, it's like, that's it. I'm through worrying. I'm tired of worrying. And so he had this brilliant idea. What he decided to do was he hired somebody to worry for him. So he goes out and he hires this guy. He says, look, now you're going to be responsible for my bills. You're going to be responsible for all my plans and my presentations. I want you. I'm going to pay you for that. You worry about it. And six months down the road, he came around his friends and, and, and these guys were looking. And he was like, wow, man, you look different now. You, 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 you look rested. Your eyes are. It, there's something in you. There's just something different here. It's like, I don't worry anymore. I've hired someone to worry for me. I've got someone that, that does that for me. He, he takes care of all those things for me. You know, I pay him $150,000 a year to, to handle all my worries. And his friend looked at me and said, what? What are you talking about? You don't even make $150,000. How are you paying him that? He said, I don't have to worry about that. That's his problem. That's, that's his problem. <laughs> worry. Don't worry about it. And you look at it in this context right here where we are. Don't, we, the things that we worry about and the things that we lose our focus on, guys, we really have no business handling those things. We need to give it to the one who can handle it, and that is God himself. And so he tells us not to worry, and he tells us to trust him. He tells us to trust him. There's, there's something about the confidence that we have in God. God is pleased when we show that confidence in him. I know that me, just even as a father, just with my own five boys, my own children, it, it, it just makes me swell up inside when they, when they show that confidence in me. I, I remember uh, Darren, who's class of 2013. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it up for you. Uh, Darren, when he was, I know it was probably third or fourth grade, and we were throwing football, we uh, with each other, uh, we started out five yards away from each other. He threw it to me, I threw it back to him. Then he skipped back, and he went about 10 yards. Then finally, Darren just takes off, and he sprints. He's going about 50 yards. And he's like, Daddy, throw me the long one. Throw me the long one. I'm thinking to myself, I can't throw it 50 yards. But, you know, he's looking at me, and he's got confidence in me. I was like, well, you know. And, and then my wife's over there. So, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, go ahead. So I launch it and I throw it over his head, you know. So I'm like, yeah, this boy has confidence in me. So he, it, 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 the same thing with God. How much more when we show that confidence in him of, Lord, I know you got this. I know I don't have to worry. I don't have to lose focus here. 
I can focus in on you knowing that, number one, you're going to work everything out by your sovereign and awesome hand for my good and for your glory. I got to stay focused. He wants us to stay focused. So, as we look at this text, the second thing that Jesus is highlighting is he wants us to seek him. That is, he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek, that word seek is an aggressive seek. It's, an, it's active. That is, make God a top priority in every area of your life, in every situation, making God the top priority, seeking him, looking to him. Okay? Um, I've been, I, I bought these fries from McDonald's before I came here. They've been smelling pretty good. I'm just going to take a bite, okay? Now, how many of you all, when you go and you order at McDonald's or wherever it is, and you get your meal, you get this combo, and the last thing they stick on top is what? Your fries. And the first thing you're going to grab is what? Your fries. You're not going to worry about anything if you just... You just sneak in there and get your fry first. Hard to talk while I'm mouthful. I guess I shouldn't have done that. So you're going to have your fries at the beginning. That's the first thing you grab. Then when you begin to eat your sandwich or your meal, you're going to have a bite of your sandwich. But then you're going to go back to what? Your fries. Okay? And the thing that excites me more is when I've taken that last bite of my sandwich, I search this bag, and there's some fries down at the bottom. I'm like, yeah, two or three fries. I've... So at the beginning, during the, during the sandwich, and at the end, I'm always in, I'm engaging in my fries. Well, 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 spiritually, now this is for 2013. They can, they can relate to this guy. So, 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 so when we are at the beginning of our day, he says, seek me. He says, seek me first. That is, God, thank you for another day that you've blessed me with. Thank you for, for, for the gift of life. Just seeking him first. Hello, Lord. Thank you. And then throughout our day, throughout every circumstance, throughout every situation that we find ourselves in, we, we are engaging in, God, what is it that you want me to do? Where is it that you need me to be? Lord, I need you throughout this day. I need you to make this decision. I need you here as, as, I'm, as I'm deciding which classes I need to take this semester. So throughout my day, I'm, I'm seeking him. I'm engaging in the presence. I'm engaging in conversation with God, in his word. And then at the end of the day, as I've made it through, I lay down on my bed. Lord, thank you for keeping me throughout this day. Give me strength. Give me a good night's rest. So he says, seek me in every area. Seek me throughout the day. So let me give you a couple of things. And, and you have this on uh, your, your little card here. How do I know when I'm focused? How do I know when I'm focused? Let me give you these and then I'll, I'll be finished. And what I've made is a little acrostic here of the word focus, F-O-C-U-S. And this was our theme uh, for our, our, our chapel services for middle school as well. And uh, a couple of things I've added in here I think that would be 
uh, beneficial for you as, you as you move on. How do I know when I'm focused? And I'll spell this out for you first. The F, I look to God first for peace, direction, and strength. The letter O, my heart is open to God's plan for my life. The letter C, I consistently choose to please God rather than man. The letter U, I want to use my gifts and talents to serve Christ and others. And then the letter S, I stop and spend time with God on a daily basis. Now, I want to look at these just a little bit at a time. How do I know when I'm focused? The letter F, I look to God first. First. I look to God first for peace. I look to God first for direction. I look to, I look to God first for strength. I like Psalm 23, verse, uh, verse 3. It says, he restores my soul. He restores my soul. No one else, nobody else, no job, no great amount of money can restore us from the inside out. No one else can bring us that peace. Nothing else. Only God. I look to him first. I look to him first. Okay? So I look to God first for peace, direction, and strength. Oh, my heart is open to God's plan for my life. My heart is open to God's plan for my life. I like this verse, uh, Luke chapter 22, verse uh, 42. Jesus, he talks here and he just simply says this, not my will, but yours be done. I'm open to the father's plans. And see, there's something about his plans. When he opens the door, when he, bring, when he, when he says, come forward, there's nothing there's nothing else that can stop that. It doesn't matter who's trying to distract you. It doesn't matter who's trying to get in the way of that. God's sovereign hand, when he, when he directs you to come forward, it's like, uh, and many of you guys are driving. Now, there's two entrances uh, that lead you on to, uh, what's that word, Foster Road, okay? In the morning time and in the evening. Now, in the morning, you've got that, that uh, uh, the, the guy that's doing the tra- uh, traffic. He's, he's, uh, he's down on the far end. Can y'all picture that? Okay, and then you got up there near the curve, you, you're, you, you've got cars that are coming and they're zooming in. And there's a difference in your exit strategy. There's a difference in how you feel when you come out of there. I don't know about that. That's me. You know, when, when, I, when, I, when I come out up at the top and I don't use the, the director, the guy that's a, the, the traffic guy, when, when I don't use that, that avenue, I'm coming out and I'm like, all right, let me. Man, surely they're not coming now. All right, let me go. Did I make the right thing? Did I make the right turn? You know, but, but there's something about being down there with their traffic director. When, when he says like that, he's, and he's doing it like that, I just come on out with ease. I know I, I, know I got it. Nobody's going to hit me. And if they do, they're in trouble. Right? They're, I'm not worried about it. You know, I know I'm supposed to be out here. Well, well, when you're open to God's plan, rather than trying to, to buck against it, rather than trying to, to go out on my own, that's when I find peace. That's, that's how I stay focused. Amen? So 
Oh, I'm open to God's plan for my life. C, I consistently choose to please God rather than man. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon or money. Okay, so I'm consistently, on a consistent basis, I'm looking to please God. All right, this is how I know that I'm focused. All right, another thing that's going to help me to know that I'm focused, you, the letter U. I want to use my gifts and talents to serve Christ and others. There's a lot of talent in this room. There's a lot of talent in this room. And you guys, uh, God's, I mean, he's, he's blessed you with tremendous talent. And my challenge to you is to use that to glorify him, to use that to serve him. Whether it's in your business that you start or a company that you're working for, um, you know, uh, in your marriage, whatever it is, I'm, I'm using whatever I have. I'm using my gifts and my talents to, to serve God and to serve others. That's what I know that I'm focused. The last one. S. I stop. I stop and spend time with God daily. I stop and I spend time with God daily. Psalm 46 and 10 says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted in the earth. Be still. Just pause for a minute daily. Begin to get that into. If you're not doing that now, I, I want to challenge you. If you want to stay focused and you know that you're focused, when you know that you're focused, it's when you begin to, to pause. Whether it's five minutes, whether it's ten minutes, whether it's reading a verse, whether it's reading a chapter, whether it's meditating on God's goodness, just be still. And when we're still, God begins to work on our hearts. It's, 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 it's about like if, you, if your friend is sitting there and a mosquito uh, gets near you, say, oh, be still, be still. Let me get that off of you. Let me get that off of you. Let me get it off of you. That's going to bite you. That's going to that's going to flare up. And so there's something about when we when we sit still before God, our heart is there. And God is like, let me get that. Let me get that. Let me get that hatred out of your heart. Let, let me get that. Let me get that racism out of your heart. Let me get that lust out of your heart. When we're still before God, it helps. It helps us. It helps us to stay focused. So staying focused, staying focused on Christ alone. Matthew chapter 6 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I'm going to look to God first for peace and, and direction and strength. My heart is going to be open to God's plan for my life. I consistently choose to please God rather than man. I want to use my gifts and talents to serve Christ and others. And lastly, I want to stop and spend time with God daily. I challenge you to do that as you launch, as you go forth into 